name, Jesus. Bless your name, Lord God. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your name, Lord. Bless your name, Savior. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Listen, wherever you are right now, as you tune into this broadcast, I solicit your prayers right now that you would call upon the name of the Lord. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your Lord God. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your name, Lord. Wherever you are, whether you're driving down the street, rolling out of bed, in on your way to service, that you will call upon the name of the Lord. Bless your name, Jesus. And call upon him. His name is Jesus. Call on Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Bless your name, Jesus. Sometimes you have to bind the works of the enemy. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God. We bless your name, Savior. Lord God, we're here to give you glory and honor. We're here to give you praise, Lord God, to worship you in the beauty of holiness. Lord God, and we thank you right now, Lord. Lord Jesus, we honor you, Lord God, for all that you have done and for all that you're going to do. Oh, Lord God, we pray and ask, Lord Jesus, that you would move by your power, that you would have your way, Lord. I need you to call upon the name of Jesus. I need you to call upon the Lord this morning with me. Bless your name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Lord Jesus, ask that you would have your way this morning. Have your way, Lord God, in the lives of your people. Lord Jesus, I pray and ask that you would touch those that are disobedient, those that are not in service. Lord, I ask that you would bless those that are. Lord, I ask, Lord God, that you would stir up the mind of the backslider, Lord. Lord, I ask that you would stir up the mind of the slowful, Lord God. Lord Jesus, I pray and ask that you would move in a mighty way, Lord God. Lord Jesus, uh, as you can only do, Lord. Father, we pray and ask in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would have your way, Lord. Lord Jesus, your word, Lord. Lord, to be preeminent, Lord God. Lord Jesus, move by your power, Lord. You know the, the prayer requests that have been made. You know those that are sick, those, oh Lord God, that are uh, seeking you, Lord God, for the Holy Ghost. Lord, ask that you would touch them. Bless them, Lord God, to stay focused, Lord. Lord Jesus, bless them, Lord God, to to do you, to, to seek you, Lord God, to feel for you, that they may find you, Lord God. I need you to call upon the Lord. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your name, Lord God. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your name, you just say Jesus. That's how you call upon him. You call his name Jesus, like blind Bartimaeus kept saying Jesus. He kept calling him to have his attention. Bless your Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord God, we pray and ask in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you would, Lord God, help, Lord God, where there's wisdom that is needed, where there's understanding that is needed, Lord. Lord Jesus, ask that you would bless, with, Lord God, in those areas right now, Lord. Lord Jesus, you touch the disciples to open their understanding, Lord. Lord Jesus, we need you, Lord God, to do the same, to open understanding, Lord God. Lord Jesus, so that they can, so that souls can be saved, Lord. Father, I pray and ask, Lord God, those that are in the valley of decision, that you would stir their mind up, O oh Lord God, help them to exit out. Lord God, they can make a right informed decision because of your word, Lord. 
Lord Jesus, we pray and ask in the name of Jesus. Lord God, those that are listening, Lord God, you know their prayer requests right now, Lord God. And most of all, that it should line up with your will. We pray that your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Lord God, we'll continue to give you the praise and to give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Bless you, Lord God. Let's continue to be prayerful this morning as we are, as we uh, endeavor. Uh, our purpose is to minister unto the Lord. Uh-huh. See, if we minister to the Lord and the Lord is blessed, you'll be blessed. Now, too often we come into a service to, and we're asking God, bless me, bless me, bless me. Be my genie in a bottle. Here's, here's a here's a few dollars, you know, and uh, and you expect a can of Coke. You know, you can get that from a Coke machine, but not from God. He's God. He's sovereign. And for those of you, this is this is Pastor Carl Henderson with Cornerstone Apostolic Church. You are listening to Sunday Morning Live. That is SML Inside the Pages. We're located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m. Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m. And, and Thursdays, Acts of the Holy Ghost. So I would tune in to hear what God has to say because it's all about Jesus. From Genesis to Revelation, the Lord said, Behold, I come in the volume of the book. It is written about me. Oh, bless your Lord Jesus. And so we're all about the Lord. We're all about his will and doing his will. And, you know, I want to encourage you that if you are not in the will of God, if you, that you get in his will. If you have not dedicated yourself to him, dedicate your life to him, dedicate your children, dedicate your family to him, dedicate yourselves unto the Lord, because that is the appropriate thing to do. Listen, uh, we're taking a year by purpose. And so, uh, meaning that that you got to lay hold on some things, you got to be determined, and most of all, in your determination and your goal and your objective and what you do, do not forget about the Lord. Do not forget about Him, and go on to, you know, uh, people are. This is a time of year where people are 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 completing different things and their goals that are going to be completed throughout the year. And it's something about how we go through our goals and we go through our objectives and we try to meet those things. And somewhere along the line in our doing, uh, we have a tendency to not. Uh, listen, we don't need to pray uh, to pass a test. We don't need to pray. And then when we get to the end of all of that, we forget about God and he don't get any glory. He don't get even though he put the breath, he put the breath in your body. If God didn't put the breath in your body, you wouldn't be able to get up this morning. If he didn't put the breath in our bodies, we would not be able to go to work. If he didn't put the breath in our bodies, he, we would not be able to do anything except lay there and hope that somebody, uh, that God have mercy upon us. Bless your Lord Jesus. And so we want to always remember and honor God and lift him above. Every, that's what makes the difference. That's what stirred the mind of, of an unbeliever. That's what stirred the mind of those that are backslidden. That's what remind folks of how great God is. And that is what we do as saints of God, as believers, as disciples, as his elect. 
We're going to go on into the word of God this morning. And I'm telling you, there's a battle going on. There is a fight going on right now. And so we're going to give God the glory and go into his word. Oh, bless you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So as I ask that you will continue to pray as we are uh, here to minister the word of God this morning. And, you know, and we're going to resist the devil. The Bible tells us to resist the devil while calling upon the name of Jesus and he will flee. I want to direct your attention to Hebrews, the second chapter, beginning at verse one through four. It tells us that we ought to give the more earnest heed to all the things which we have heard, least at any time we should let them slip. For if the word of God spoken by angels was steadfast and every transgression and disobedient received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders and with diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost, according to his own will. Let me read that again. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to things which we have heard, least at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels were steadfast in every transgression, and disobedience received a just recompense of reward. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders and with diverse miracles and the gifts of the Holy Ghost, according to his own will. Therefore, if we, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, least at any time we let them slip. I'm going to say it one more time because I really need you to get this. We ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard least at any time we should let them slip. God has blessed us. God has blessed us. Uh, he has navigated many of us, I'm, I'm all of us, because everything is within the will of God. Everything, uh, everything, uh, everything. No matter how negative you might think it is, it did not go unnoticed by God. Now, I've heard uh, some say, well, they get upset with the Lord. The Lord took my uh, mom. He took my husband. He took my mother. He could have taken you. Uh, bless you, Lord God. And so therefore, you would be standing in his presence with that attitude instead of gratitude. 
And so uh, we need to be careful with how we, because God is not a man. You know, he's a spirit. Uh, he's the father of all living things. And so uh, he's not your brother. He's not your sister. He's not your uh, he's he's not your uh, 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 administrator. He's none of those. He's God. And so we need to seek and serve him as God. God has blessed us. He has navigated us during this pandemic. And the Bible tell us in uh, Psalms 37 and 7. It says rest in the Lord. And wait patiently for him. It says, fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. None of us can or should forget the grace of God. Uh, lives have been lost as a result of wicked devices. Uh-huh. Uh, wicked devices. There are many diseases, many pandemics that are part or come from a wicked device that has been generated in a laboratory and it has been released one way or another. It has happened. Wicked device. Uh, we have guns. Guns don't kill people, but people do. Uh, prejudice. Uh, pestilence. Distribution of drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you, you realize, and, and let's, let's not be ignorant, let's not be foolish uh, in our thoughts there, because we know that you don't go into a poor neighborhood and they, they have millions uh, set up to, to buy the drugs. Uh, that's something that ha is delivered from another source. Now, I'm, I'm sorry if you hadn't thought about that, if you're not aware of that. Uh, some of us that have lived, in, uh, we know what goes on. Some of them have been involved with certain things, we know. And so uh, distribution of drugs, diabetes, high blood pressure, just to name a few, could have taken you out. But God navigated you through the, those times. He navigated you when someone could have shot you. He navigated you uh, when uh, you experienced pressure. He navigated the situation. Oh, bless your Lord God. When there during the pestilence, during the addiction, during the doing the God navigated. And at the same time, his will was done in other situations. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Listen, uh, this is this is much bigger than what your mind can uh, may comprehend at times. This is much bigger than what you may be thinking about. It's much bigger. It's much bigger. Some things, are, you know, Jesus asked them one time, he said, he said, uh, when that earthquake occurred, when that wall fell, you would have thought the people that was injured and, and lives were destroyed were the worst among sinners, but that was not so. Uh, you need to understand that bad things do happen to good people. And so, uh, but we're not to forget and then start accusing God. And certainly when wicked devices have been created, don't you create a wicked device? There is prosperity in wickedness. There is prosperity in creating wicked devices. 
that aid its agenda. However, it is a slippery slope. Uh, and so I'm here this morning to caution you uh, that there are slippery slopes. Uh, Hebrews 11 and 25 reminds us that the pleasure of sin is only for a season. Uh, you might think it's going to last a long time. You, uh, you may know that it's a short period, but let me tell you, slippery slopes are long and they're short. Every season comes to an end. Ecclesiastes 3 will explain that. You can go back and read that on your time, that everything there is a season and a time up to every purpose under heaven. There is a season for us to listen to what God is saying and to stay off, to avoid, to make sure that we don't go down the slippery slope. Remember what the writer has said. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which, God, which we have heard, least at any time we let them slip. A slippery slope is an ideal or a course of action which will lead to something unacceptable. Uh-huh. No matter how you make light of it, if God says it's not acceptable, then it's not. Uh, you might say, well, you know, I, I'm going to have a little fun. You know, this ain't wrong. But if God says it's wrong, then it is. Amen. Or uh, it's going to lead, uh, a slippery slope usually leads to something very disastrous. Something's going to be lost. It's not going to be a game. It's not going to be what you think it is. As parents or grandparents, some relatives or friends knew about the slippery slopes uh, and the end result. Uh, they may have tried to warn you. I, I'm, I'm a warning device this morning. Uh, he or she is, is not who, you, who they think you are. Stay away from that. Oh, no, but he's so, she's so. Listen, they're not who you think they are. That's not the best ideal. It's not the best path to follow. Don't buy that. Save your money. But uh, you got the, uh, you know, what is it? The um, I, I got to have it. You know, the, the, I got to have a disease. I, I got to have it. I got to do it. They may, have went, they may have went as far as to say, I'm telling you from experience. I'm telling you because I tried it and the slope was too, I thought I was going to be able to put the brakes on, but it was too slippery and therefore I wind up uh -huh, in this situation. But you think your plan is so solid. Uh, your plan is so solid that, that, you know, that, that you're slicker than a can of oil. The devil has sold you a pair of special, a special shoes, special slippery slope shoes uh, with extra grease on it and guaranteed you not to slip. And you bought it. When you are traveling and come to an, uh, okay, let me, let me back up here because see, uh, because uh, see, uh, let, let me just help you put piece that together. Uh, ladies, 
when you meet a man and he's telling you, uh, as so many have done, I'll jump up. Now, I think you could imagine where I'm going. Uh-huh. Uh, he didn't tell you about the, uh, uh, the plumber's pipe, which has a slight drip on it. And you wind up nine months later, uh-huh, or you find wind up affected by something. She didn't tell you uh, uh, that, uh, brother, that, you know, hey, mm, uh, you know, uh, she made it sound good only to find out she was a smelly ass, stinky feet. When you're traveling and come to an area of danger, there are warning signs. Pedestrian crossing. You got to be careful. There's somebody crossing here. Or, or falling rocks. You want to be careful and not get hit by one of the falling rocks. Uh, icy roads ahead. So, so you need to, you know, uh, break it down. And so uh, bicycle lane, a lane you don't want to be in. Or it may just be a sign saying prepare to stop. I'm here as a caution sign. To tell you that there are slippery slopes. Slow down and prepare to stop. It is not a time to be willy-nilly. You know, some uh, I'm listening to the news and they're talking about how you know the areas are opening back up and stuff. Don't be willy-nilly. Uh, they're they're talking about different things. You know, uh, you need to still consecrate yourself, consecrate your life unto the Lord, and not just jump into any and everybody's face. You need to use some sense about yourself because it is a slippery slope. First Peter 1, uh, 13, 16 says, Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace. Thank you, Jesus. Be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance, but as he which have called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Bless you, Lord God. Give God some praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, be holy in all matter. Everything. In every aspect of your life. Everything that you're doing uh, at this moment and going forward. Be holy in all your conversation. Because it is written, be ye holy for I am holy. Like the signs mentioned, and what we thought was our parents nagging, turned out to be a warning about slippery slopes. Our parents, spiritual parents, natural parents, those that have been in your life, whether it's a mentor, it could have been a teacher, but they were posted signs that uh, there were, uh, because they were warning of you of seen and unseen danger. They cared enough to say something. I, I want you to know this morning that God loves you more 
And he said, he sends his word, son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me. Saints, friends, elect of God, believer, disciple, Bible student, those that are not, uh, whether you're unbeliever, whatever, when this enter into your ears, understand that to proceed with caution, there are slippery slopes ahead. Caution is taken when you have uh, a toothache. But when that toothache is gone, we, we start eating the Hershey bars all over again. We grab the, uh, the Mars dark chocolate and, you know, the, the different things, whatever your, your delight is. You know, when that toothache is gone. But while that toothache is there, uh, you're not going to drink anything too cold. You're not going to bite down on no ice. You're not going to eat no ice cream. And, you know, you're not going to allow certain things that you're chewing on to go over to that side of your mouth. Because you're proceeding with caution. Caution is taken when you hurt yourself. Uh, when you all while you feel that pain, you're not going to put any pressure on it. You don't want nobody to bump into it. You're going to baby it. You're going to cradle it. You're going to make sure to, to do your best that nothing causes you any more pain in that area than what you're already experienced. But when the pain is gone. Bless your name, Jesus. My, how we have a different tale. Caution is taken when we are afraid. Something stir our mind up. Then we begin to pray. Something stir our mind up. Then we want to make our way over to the church because we're afraid. But when that imminent danger or when that immediate threat is gone, then what happens? We start to slack off. I don't need to really seek God like I used to, you know, there, there's not a threat now. I don't really need to seek God like I, you know, and pray like I was doing, you know, for those few days, few weeks, few months, because right now I don't feel threatened. You know, they, everything seems okay. Uh-huh. You know, when the enemy, the, the enemy them backed off, listen, let me tell you something. The devil has experience with humanity. This fallen angel that used to be a praise leader, this fallen angel mm -hmm, that is going to be uh, this fallen angel, this seraphim, that this fallen, uh -huh, uh, fallen being that was created by God has experience with humanity from the very start. And he knows how to read people very well. And he knows when to back off and when to move forward. And your only defense is to remain. Oh, bless you, Lord God. Your only defense that you have is that we take the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. Least at any time we allow them to slip. Bless you, Lord Jesus. There is imminent danger this danger doesn't leave the bible tells us in jeremiah 6 6 through 17 thus said the lord stand ye in the way and see and ask for the old path where is the good way and walk therein and ye shall find rest for your soul 
I set thee, I set a watchman over you and said, listen for the sound of the trumpet. Hear the voice of the watchman. This is what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be tuned in to hear the voice of the watchman. The watchman, the overseer, the watchman, the pastor, the watchman, the one that God is using to give the warning because there is an imminent danger. There is something lurking in the darkness. There is something. Psalms 34 and 7 gives us uh, this assurance. If you're taking the more earnest heed, if you are uh, cautioning yourself, if you are looking at the signs and paying attention to what is being said, if you are listening and you're holding on so that you do not slip, then the word of God says, uh, tell us that the angels of the Lord is a cap round about them that fear him. And he delivereth them. Thank you, Jesus. So you don't have to worry about a slip falling down a slippery slope because the angel of the Lord is there and he uh, the angel of the Lord is with those that believe those that are giving the more earnest heed to the word of God to direct your path. The Bible said the steps of a righteous man have been ordered by the Lord. Psalms 91 and 11 says, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. That's not just for anybody, but those that will line up with the word of God. Oh, thank God for his grace. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God, because there, there are those that that are outside the will of God this morning. But God sees them in his will, and therefore he has dispatched, <laughs> thank you, Jesus, he has dispatched angels that will be over them to guide them into the way. But for those of you that already know the way, the writer of Hebrew warned the saints, the elect of God, not to neglect the word of God. Neglect is a slope that is hard to recover from. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. At least at any time we let them slip, we allow them, we permit it to happen. But we step aside, we don't hold up the defense, we allow those things to occur. He emphasizes our personal responsibility to correct our actions. To be more attentive to those things pertaining to what we hear. He says, don't lose your footing by giving place to the devil. Uh, see, that, that's you that give place to the devil. That's you that uh, is, is not the devil overtaking you. He, don't, he can't do that. But you, in this, uh, Ephesians 4 and 2 says, neither give place to the devil. That is our responsibility. Don't give that enemy a place. Don't take off the sure footing of God. Uh-huh. Uh, someone traded in their, 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 
their footing with God. Now remember, uh, the enemy will sell you a pair of, uh, of, of shoes with a guarantee not to slip, even though it's coated with grease, even though it's coated with extra, but tell you that you can walk on ice with it. Tell you that you can that you can uh, stand up straight on a slippery slope. Don't take off the sure footing of God, but keep your feet shod with the preparation yes. of the gospel of peace. Yes, thank you. Keep your feet finally tightened. Keep you. them in the shoes that God has prepared for you. For uh, the second verse says, for if the word spoken by angels were steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward. Playing on a slippery slope leads to brokenness, even the loss of life. Jude 5, 6 says, I will therefore put you in remembrance. It's something we need to be reminded from time to time. We need to be reminded of what God is saying. We need to be put into remembrance of what we saw others do. We need to be, uh, we need to have a, a good recall of what God is saying and what he will do. Uh, let me tell you something. God's not going to ignore his word for any of us. He's not going to, uh, he's not going to allow uh, his word to be all of a sudden compromised because of what we want to do. I will therefore put you in remembrance. Though you once knew this, how that the Lord having saved the people out of the land of Egypt afterwards destroyed them that believed not. And the angel which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation and have reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of that great day. Those that believed not, didn't, could not enter into God's rest. The angels, which kept not their first estate, they knew and experienced they had been in the presence of God. They chose to slide down that slippery slope and wind up and reserved in everlasting chains under darkness until the great until the judgment of that great day. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? A very important question is opposed to all of us. How shall we escape? What can we do? There's no fire escape in hell. There's no fire extinguisher. There's no way out. There's no way to buy it out. There's no way to talk your way out of it. This is the day that the Lord has made. And this is the time that God has given each one of us. But what are we doing with it? And what will we do after all is said and done? The messenger imposed a very important question that each one of us must consider today. 
How shall we escape if I neglect what the word of God is saying? How am I going to get around this? Some, someone thought they had figured it out. Someone may have felt that I got away. I have an avenue. I have a method to get out of it and not get in trouble. I have a way of having so much fun and doing what I want to do uh, that God, I, God is just, he's going to wink at it and he's not going to remember it. He's going to, he, he going to go to sleep and, and forget about it, wake up the next day and, oh, bless your Lord Jesus, without it being on his mind. Well, you got a few things wrong there because God never sleeps nor slumber. His eyes go to and fro through all the earth. Uh, God is beholding the good and the evil. God is seeing it all and he's seeing those that are faithful so that there's a just reward given to those that believe and a just reward given to those that do not. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which was at the first begin to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? How shall we neglect if we neglect the grace of God? How will you get out of the mess that you've caused if you neglect the, the grace of God? How will you get off the slippery slope when the velocity of the flesh is increasing while you're fooling around, playing around without God, making up excuses, getting upset because somebody said something to correct what you're doing? The velocity of the flesh. You'll find yourself doing 100 miles an hour that started out not that fast. How are, here are a few things that you can do. You can slow down. You can do that. You can prepare to stop, and you should. And then take the nearest exit to get off the slippery slope. God will help you do that. That's why he sends his word. That's worth giving God praise. That's worth honoring him. That's worth magnifying him because God will help you get off the slippery slope. He's the only one that can do it. God also bearing them witness both with signs and wonders and with diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his will. I want you to know something this morning. I want you to know that God approved this message. I want you to know that he signed the dotted line and sealed it with his staff. For those that avoid the slippery slope, he made this promise. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Don't dismiss things. Don't ignore warnings. Don't follow the crowd that claim this is normal. This is normal. This is what everybody is doing. Broad is the gate. But there's a narrow path that few find. This is a slippery slope. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to those things that we have heard. We got to give the more earnest heed to the things that we have seen. The things that we have experienced, we have to remember what God has done in our lives. We have to remember and hold on. We have to remember the dreams that God has given. We have to remember 
when we called out on the Lord for help and he showed up and he showed out, we have to remember the grace and the goodness of God. We have to magnify him above everything and not give the devil a place. We have to remember there are those that have testified, those that have warned us over and over again, don't follow that path because it's not going to lead where you think it is. It might seem fun at the moment, but the day will come that you'll look back and say, man. Now, I know there are those that say, uh, I don't have any regrets over the things that I've done. Somebody's lying. Oh, let me say that again. Somebody's lying. Because if you had it to do over again and you would change some things, that means that you regretted what you did. Bless your name, Jesus. So let's not lie. Let's tell folks the truth. That man, if I could, if I could have a makeover, a do-over, which God has given to each one of us, when we are baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of sin, or baptism in his name is for remission of sin, then it's a do-over. All things are, are made new. Old things are passed away. That's a do-over. When God, when we allow the word of God into our lives to build us up, that's a makeover. God is work. He's working things out on our behalf. He's working things out for us. Bless your Lord Jesus. He's working things out. He's working things out. He's working things out. But when we get on that, we normally look at what God has done. We normally remember what the what God has has He performed in our lives. And then we get on that slippery slope anyway, as if it's a water slide, as if it's as if we up at at Big Bear uh, on the on the on the snow and the inner tube. We jump on that anyhow. Then all we're doing is asking for trouble. Listen, I want to continue. I'm, I've come to an end, and and I didn't intend to be long, but listen. I, I, when the enemy fights, I, I, I'm going to fight back. I'm fighting a good fight of faith and I'm going to throw some punches. And the only way I can throw a punch is by being obedient to God, by doing what God has asked to be done. See, we throw, we throw a punch by giving praise. We throw a punch by delivering the word and then living what God has said. It's not enough to preach the word. It's not enough to be a witness and not live. What is being said? So I'm asking you, follow me as I follow Christ. Bless your Lord Jesus. You'll stay off the slippery slope. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Stay consecrated unto God, your Savior. Hold on to the hand of God. Hold on to a prayer life. Hold on to stand in the word of God. Hold on to, to singing his praises and his psalms. Hold on to blessing his name. His name is above every name. And at the name of Jesus, every knee is going to bow. And his word is even above his name. That's why we got to take the more earnest heed to, to what God has spoken, to what he is saying, and to the things that we have heard. We have to hold on because God is sustaining everything by his word. The Bible lets us know that his word 
is what has kept everything as it is and, and what you're seeing going on in your communities, what you're seeing going on around the world has already been spoken by the word of God and he didn't speak it without giving an antidote. God gave an antidote for everything that we see, for everything that's going on, for everything that is being experienced. It don't matter what happened. God has an antidote and he is sharing it up. Uh, in every service you hear, in every in every message you hear, God is sharing an antidote. Oh, bless you, Lord God. Uh, he, he's the one that has the, the right element to put on the ice to keep you from slipping and falling. He's the one that has the right element uh, to put on the ice, to put on the slippery slope so that you will not fall down, so that you can get up, so that you can recover from the situation. Bless you, Lord God. He has the right antidote that's going to make the difference. He has the antidote. He has the corrective measure. He knows exactly what to do. His life rope never breaks. He said, I've lost none. He's got the whole world in his hand and he hasn't lost anything or anybody. Bless your Lord Jesus. He has it. He has the knowledge. He said, uh, he said, you know, uh, we like quoting the scripture, no weapon formed against me will prosper. But you need to read. He said, I created the blacksmith. I created, he created the iron. He created the forgery. He created the process. He knows exactly what it's going to take to bring about the complete deliverance. See, the helmet of the salvation is not just something you put on and, and when the enemy hits you in the head that, that, that his device is able to penetrate that. No, he can't penetrate the helmet of salvation. You have to take it off. So I'm telling you, don't take it off today. Uh, his, the armor uh, that God has created, the, the breastplate of righteousness, uh, the enemy's fiery darts cannot penetrate that. Uh, that's why the writer says, put it on so that you can withstand the fiery darts of the devil. Because it can't penetrate that. But if you take off the armor, then you're penetrable. Keep yourself girded. Keep your loins girded in truth. Don't just be putting on anything. Oh, bless your Lord Jesus. But keep yourself girded in truth. Keep your loins girded with the right thing. Mm -hmm. Keep it girded in the right thing. And keep your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. I'm prepared to say amen. I'm prepared to say yes to your will. I'm prepared. Oh, bless your Lord. I can walk in truth because I have on the right guard. Huh. And the sword. I'm not using the sword to, to cut nobody down. I'm using the sword to help cut them free. Thank you, Jesus. I'm using the sword to help somebody get out of the mess that they've become entangled in. That's what the sword is for. So when the enemy try to tie you up, when the enemy try to bind you, you have a way of cutting out. And because the sword is two-edged, because the sword is, is not like a little pocket knife, See, it can reach out when it see the danger coming and say, and say not so. It can reach out 
and cut away those things before they actually arrive to you. Bless your Lord God. That's why we're going to walk in the spirit so that we don't fulfill the lust of the flesh because the velocity of the flesh will carry us into a downward spiral. Whereas the word of God blesses us vertically and then it expands horizontally. Impacted everything in our livelihood. Bless your Lord Jesus. Mighty God. Mighty God. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your name, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's stand and give God some praise. Let's worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we honor you, Lord God. Lord, we bless your name for your word, Lord. Lord, we bless you, Lord God. Lord Jesus, for speaking to our hearts, Lord, for stirring our minds up, oh Lord. Lord, we bless you, Lord God. Lord, for your work and your will to be done in our lives, Lord, we bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. We're here to give to, to give heed, Lord God. Lord, we're here, oh Lord God, to magnify you even the more, Lord. Lord, that our lives are found pleasing in your sight, Lord. Lord God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for one, oh Lord God, so that we don't go down the, the wrong path, Lord. Lord, to avoid the slippery slopes, Lord God. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord God. Lord God, and we bless your name, Savior. Lord God, those that are have heard and those that will hear later, ask that you would bless, oh Lord God. Bless them, oh Lord God. Lord, those that need to change direction, Lord God, bless them to, to alter their path, oh Lord God, to take the corrective measures, oh Lord God. And those that are being faithful, bless them, oh Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, bless your holy name, Jesus. Bless your name, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We bless your Savior. Lord, for what you've done. We bless you, Lord God, for what you are going to do. Lord Jesus, we don't just say that, Lord, but Lord Jesus, we mean that from the bottom of our hearts, Lord God. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, those that are in the valley decision, I pray that you would bring them out. Lord Jesus, those that are rededicating their lives, those that are dedicating their lives, I pray and ask that you would bless them, Lord God. Lord Jesus, touch, Lord. Touch, Lord God. Lord, any listening that are sick in their body. Lord Jesus, I thank you because you're able to send your words. You're able to send your anointing from place to place, Lord God. Lord Jesus, to heal. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, we bless you, Lord God. We bless your name, Savior. Lord God, to give you glory and honor, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Bless your name, Savior. Lord God, we magnify you, Lord. We magnify you, Lord God. We love you. We love you, Lord. We love you. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, Lord, I pray for your peace, Lord God. Lord Jesus, bless your peace to be upon your people, Lord. Bless your peace to reside in their home, in the car, on the job, Lord God. Your peace, Lord God, I speak, Lord Jesus. 
Lord, and we'll testify and tell of your goodness in Jesus' name. Amen. The songwriter says, I really love the Lord. I really love the Lord. You don't know what he's done for me. He gave me the victory. I love him. I love him. I really love the Lord. I really love. I really love the Lord. I really love the Lord. You don't know what he's done for me. He gave me the victory. I love him. I love him. I really love the Lord. Listen, this is Pastor Carl Henderson again at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. My prayer is that that you will hear and take heed to the word of God. If you've missed any part of the message, please visit connectedtrue.org. Click God on demand. It'll take you to the archive of the messages. I want you to remember that all songs and songstress and singers and those music that are played are the respective property of the artists. Until then, listen, if you're looking for a church home, if you're looking for ministry and growth, we have room for you. Certainly, we're seeking God, and our objective is to allow God to be God. I hope to see you here or to see you there. Until then, continue to pray for us. Pray for me as I am praying for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you, Jesus.